Good morning, everyone. This is Jackie Kennedy, author of Ethics Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Today is, say it with me, Friday, uh, April 7th. Lovely. And I have a kitten poised to arrive. So, hope you all are doing well. It's um, supposed to be a nice weekend here in Santa Fe. Uh, and we are staying here this weekend. Uh, for those of you who may have wondered, uh, listened to the podcast on Monday, um, I was maybe going to go out of town yesterday, maybe today. No, not at all. Uh, a number of things combined, including that I'm not done with this effing book. Uh, uh, I'm so close. I'm so close, you all. Um, yeah, I've got 8,000 words left. Um, and I remember a time back in the days of yore um, when, I, well, I don't know, my brain was fresher. I remember once I wrote 10,000 words in one day to finish a book. And I keep thinking, I could do that. I could just write 10,000 words in one day. Um, Dorinda Jones and I have this conversation often because she's like, I've done it before. I know I'm capable of doing it. Why can't I do it now? And it's like, I don't know. Our brains were fresher then. Um, who knows? If, you know, is it age? Is it having written a lot of books? Uh, I don't think I could write 10,000 words in one day anymore. Maybe I could. I don't know. I'm not going to try. Um, it's not that important. Uh, um, any moment now, I'm going to go back and revise from the beginning. It might happen today. I'm going to keep poking at this ending and see. Um, I spent a fair amount of time retooling yesterday this penultimate scene. I think it's penultimate. Um, I know I said before that I thought I figured out how this book will end, and now I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I probably should just end the freaking thing, right? What is it with this book? It's this midpoint book thing. I think I'm going to have to go back and add in a couple of scenes. Um, and I'm only going to be able to figure that out if I revise from the beginning. So, at any rate, um, I wanted to stay here and finish the book. Um, my mom would just assume that we can visit in a couple of weeks. Because they've been sick. Uh, they've had COVID. It's weird. I know... Oh, so, so many people around me have been getting COVID lately. It's like, is there, I, I went and looked at the statistics to see if there's like a surge going on and there doesn't seem to be. It's like this um, kind of weird little personal, <laughs> personally relevant surge uh, for me. Uh, lots of people I know getting it now for the very first time. Um, I did not get sick. Uh, David has got kind of a sinus infection. He's got the last couple of days taking him medication that but um he you know we, we had the telemed appointment for him yesterday and it seems to be just allergies and then a little bit of infection attendant upon that so but he's doing better uh so um 
yeah, who knows what's going on with all of that. But I had a point. Oh, the reasons we weren't going to travel. Um, yeah, David hadn't been feeling good because of his sinus infection. If, if you're on video, you saw me reach up for the, the chimes here. I've gotten in a bad habit of doing this if I'm on video calls because this is how I also do video calls. You know, like meetings for Sipwa or so forth. And I tend to reach up and spin this little, uh, oh, somebody told me what the name of it is. Clapper? One of you commented it and told me what it's called. But my little dragonfly clapper here, I like to spin it, but every once in a while I spin it too hard and I make the chimes go up, which is kind of obnoxious. And I'm really like, oh, stop fidgeting. You fidget with other things. So anyway, it just wasn't working out for us to go this weekend. Oh, and it's supposed to be gorgeous weather here in Santa Fe. And there's this, okay, this falls under Cats in New Mexico weather. It has nothing to do with writing and publishing. I will talk about some things there. But um, we have this very narrow window <laughs> here in Santa Fe at my favorite nursery where they bring up the hanging baskets from their greenhouse a little bit south of here. And it's, it's such a narrow window because there's this whole you know, like it's freezing, freezing, freezing. For example, uh, when I woke up on Wednesday morning, it was 18 degrees, and it's going to be 75 on Saturday tomorrow. So it's like we do this. This is springtime on the Rockies, right? We go from, we have very little springtime. We go from basically winter to summer. And everybody here knows that the hanging baskets will come up. You don't want to get them while it's still freezing, right? But if you wait too long, they're all bombs. And there's been a couple of years where I've gotten like the dregs of the hanging baskets. Whoa. Um, that's woe as in W-O-E. Woe is me. Uh, one year I got like the, I hit it exactly right. And I got the best hanging baskets. They were so beautiful. And they were gorgeous all summer. And they married plants. And it's like, that was the only time I've gotten those. Um, I'm always too late. So, so yes, I did change my travel plans. We were driving um, <laughs> to <coughs> to triangle the hanging basket window. Uh, I'm amused by myself. So um, the question is: Will I go get them this afternoon or tomorrow? Another reason I'm not going to write 10,000 years Anyway, the book should be done next week. <laughs> I keep saying this. Um, yeah. I, I should be able to... Also, you know, it's getting up to where I'm guessing it's going to be about 92,000 words. Maybe it will be a little bit longer. But, um, yeah, I'm planning to yeah, get it finished drafting get the whole thing revised and do my out loud proofing possibly next weekend and then get it uploaded. Um, so it may not be out all that much earlier than what I thought. Um, I thought maybe it would be out by now, but the book is not ready itself. I have also self-confessed, slowed down, and I have not been pushing uh, since I was able to extend the deadline, I've just been, yeah, not pushing and trying.
trying to, I don't know, enjoy things more. Uh, I don't know if enjoying things is the right way because I think I'm in my finishing book misery stage. But, you know, it's like part of the point of being a full time writer is being able to, um, I don't know, not cram things together. You know, like when I had my day job, my career day job for 20 years that I was also writing. It was, you know, always burning the candle at both ends, right? Doing both things. And so, you know, not having to do that is something that I should be trying to enjoy. I uh, don't often go into the whole life of the mind kind of thing where, you know, I spend hours drowsing in the sun reading poetry, so that sounds like fun. I do get the uh, poem a day delivered to my email, which feels like the modern equivalent that romantic notion. <coughs> Excuse me. See, that's like not a COVID cough, that's an allergy cough. Um, so, anyway, uh, that's where we're at. Should be done soon. Uh, let's see, could I tell you all? I don't know if I told you all or not. This um, news came in on Friday. So I'll tell you again. I'm excited about it. Uh, got stuff. Maybe I did tell you. I vaguely recall this. Uh, got stuff from Agent Sarah on the Amethyst Run, the working title, the book that I was calling Bandits for a while. I think we're going to go out on submission with it as the Amethyst Run. Uh, and one of the interns made this really fabulous um, inspiration board for it. That's just super cool. It was really exciting. That's like. Well, the first time when you get somebody who's like doesn't know you at all reading something and extracting images and feelings from it and she's just spot on that's really cool so hopefully that will happen soon too so you know it's this um you know feeling like whether or not you're moving something forward so i have this one friend who is um, a newbie author she just published her first novella and She's um, one of my first patrons on my new Patreon. So it's live. Uh, that's the other big news. The Patreon is live. Uh, you can sign up for it. I'll put the link in the show notes. But you can also go to patreon.com uh, slash Jeffy's Closet. J-E-F-F-E-S Closet. Um, yeah, and so I've got these different tiers. Basically, the Patreon goes straight to the Discord. Uh, we're still, like, arranging the furniture in the Discord. Uh, people have just signed up. I've got a few delightful people being admins there. So let's have some conversations. Uh, it's pretty cool because uh, one of the my first patrons, the first person who signed up on there, uh, is going to be in Santa Fe next week, and I get to have drinks with them. So... Uh, sort of the side benefits of being on my Patreon is that, yeah, if you come to Santa Fe or if you're at a conference, we can meet up. Uh, so anyway, one of the gals uh, who just joined um, asked this question, and I hope you don't mind if you're listening to this, I won't out you by saying who it is, but she was talking about um, feeling like, now that she's put out her first novella, that she needs to put out more content. And this is something that, you know, like the, the 
loud voices in the indie community always talk about this. You know, like, oh, you have to put out something every 30 days. You have to put out something every 60 days. More content, more content. And, and I'm going to caveat this by saying that, yes, I always give the advice that the very best marketing you can do is to put out the next book. Um, but it's also to write the next book. And the, the whole point here, and I feel like this takes a little bit of excavating, is that people get so relentlessly focused on the marketing aspect, on the business aspect of things, that they lose sight of the fact that the whole point is that you want to write these books, that you want to tell stories. And apparently there was this Medium article that went up. It's already been deleted by the author, but like how she lost $10,000 publishing romance books. Um, I assume it's she, she, female presenting in the photo on it, but who knows. Um, you know, and so I didn't get to read it, but I saw other folks talking about it on the horror Discord. And, you know, apparently she like, decided to even write one of the books herself instead of having them all ghostwritten. Even though she doesn't like romance, she had heard that romance was profitable. Um, all of this kind of thing. And there are absolutely people who, who think that, um, <laughs> you know, that this is just like, oh, romance books are dumb and easy and I can just throw them together and make all this money. Uh, you know, they sell them. So, and I was very pleased with that, if you are listening, that she said this is absolutely the um, widget-making model of writing, which, thank you, but I feel like this is absolutely my uh, tribute to me, because I'm always talking about that books are not widgets, right? There are some people who treat books like widgets. Um, to go back to this gal who is talking about feeling like she needs to put out more content, that she went back to this novel that she was looking at, and she's realized now how much she's learned about writing uh, since she first started writing that. She's like, this thing is not ready to be published. It's not good enough. I, now I can see. And yes, this is what happens when you write more and more. You you begin to develop your own eye for, for your writing. Um, and I don't think there's any other way to develop it other than lots of reading, lots of critiquing of other people's work, and lots of writing on your own. That's how you develop design. That's how you develop this ability to know whether or not something's working, whether or not it still needs more work. Um, <coughs> so, uh, so her question was, you know, how do I balance this? How do I balance this wanting to get this out there, um, with knowing that I need to, you know, that she'd already set up a pre-order date for it, was she going to create pressure on herself to, you know, get it revised and edited in time and all of this. And, this is someone who has, I happen to know, uh, a very robust career, uh, which is what I am too. I, and I draw the line not to disparage people who have day jobs that are not hugely intellectually demanding. 
Um, but it does make a difference. Frankly, if you have a day job that does not take away from your writing brain, you are so lucky. That's awesome. If you're making okay money, you know, if you're able to keep a roof over your head and your children's head or your cat's head or whatever, and you have, and your day job uses a different part of your bandwidth than your writing, you are golden. That's the place to be. Uh, one thing that happens to a lot of writers is that they get into like writing adjacent type careers, uh, teaching, you know, a lot of professors, that sort of thing, um, editing, editors, and that uses up that same writing energy. Uh, this gal I know is in a very different career from writing. Uh, she's very well paid. It's a challenging career. She's enormously good at it. Uh, that's how it was for me. I was I worked for an environmental consulting firm. They paid me very well. It used a very different part of my brain than the writing brain. So, uh, but it still took up a lot of, of energy having that career. So, so you have to balance these things. But so the point, and I do have one uh, that I was trying to make to her is that she she's not in a hurry. There's there's not. This whole thing of you've got to put out more content and you've got to do it fast to support the singers that are out there. No, that's that's if you're trying to make money. You're, you know, like if you're trying to stamp those widgets and get them out there, boom, 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 boom. Uh, yeah, if you have a following, you have an audience that's waiting for stuff. They're, they're, they're waiting for it. You know, like I know a lot of people out there are waiting for both familiar very patiently. Um, but they... You all are patient, and you know people are always saying, you know, my, my readers will wait. Oops. You know, I put it on do not disturb, but that's my mother's ringtone. So it breaks her phone. Remember to turn off the sound. That's the new phone, right? So um, the thing is, is don't get into this bind of thinking that you have to do things at a particular speed. Yes, the best thing you can be doing marketing-wise is writing book, that doesn't mean getting it out there as fast as possible. That means building yourself up as an author. So like if you have another way that you are making money and you are able to take the time to focus on your craft and focus on your storytelling and make it be the best book that it can be to learn to do it, um, do that. Do that. I got advice a long time ago from a friend of mine who was a professional writer, uh, really great guy. I, I, it was Mark Jenkins, well, Mark Jenkins. He wrote for Outside Magazine, he might still, and I talked to him for a long time. I lived a couple blocks away from him in Wyoming and haven't um, seen him since we moved away. But, and he just put out several books, uh, you know, adventure type stuff. But when I was a the author, and complaining about, you know, that I didn't have my book contract and how much I ended in and was making more than an author and all of this. And he told me, he said, enjoy this time that you have. He said, because you have no expectations on it. You have no deadlines. You have no editors demanding that you write a particular thing. You don't have readers expecting a particular thing from you. Right now is the only time in your writing career that you won't be able to write that. It was really good advice. I did not listen. Uh, and it's hard advice to listen to because 
you're just burning with this energy that, that you want those things. You think you want those things. So if you're smarter than I am, listen to that advice. Use this time to explore what you can do. Use this time to refine your, refine your path. Uh, and that just takes a lot of writing time. Uh, yes, the best thing you can do, Mark, She has an amazing high-powered career. She's not trying to figure out a way to keep a roof over her head. Uh, but she wants to be a storyteller. She wants to write books. Well, if that's that's your goal, you know, and, and long-time listeners will know that I say that, you know, if you want to make money, writing is not the way to do it. You know, that's just um, very few people get the really big money and... You know, there's just easier ways to have um, a really good income than being a writer. If you're, you're doing it because you love it, that's, that's a good thing. So, um, yeah, so that's my advice for the day. Yeah, um, join the Patreon if you like. It's a, a good way to support me, and I'm hoping that we can have some really robust conversations like this year. So, I hope you all have a fabulous weekend. Uh, I hope I get this book finished. But I will have it done by the time I talk to you all. Uh, all right. You all have a good time. Hope you uh, are able to score your equivalent of the perfect hanging out. I will talk to you. Take care. Bye.